Hey, potential podcast listeners, let's talk about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked makes professional health testing easy by letting you get tested without having to visit a healthcare provider. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in discreet packaging. Once your sample arrives in the laboratory, confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days. These results are reviewed by a clinician, and a member of the Let's Get Checked nursing team may call you to review your results. And Let's Get Checked laboratories are CLIA approved and CAP accredited, which are the highest ranking levels of accreditation. So, if you want to avoid an uncomfortable office visit or prefer the convenience and get tested at home, visit trylgc.com potential and get 25% off your test using code POTENTIAL25. Once again, that's 25% off your test by going to trylgc.com potential using the promo code POTENTIAL25. Take charge of your physical health and well-being, and let's get checked. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more, this is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, and I'm joined by my co-host and Weird Al fan, Taylor Sokol. Today we're reviewing the biographical parody film, Weird, the Al Yankovic story. This was written by Al Yankovic and Eric Apple and directed by Apple himself. So uh, there was a short that came out a long time ago, back in 2010. It was like a fake trailer for this kind of biopic movie of Weird Al's life, uh, starring Weird Al himself, and have now, over 12 years later, uh, we got this trailer coming out, and it was announced that Dana Radcliffe was to play Weird Al, which confused a lot of people, because Weird Al is notoriously, like, six foot four, this, you know, huge hair, and Dana Radcliffe is a much shorter stature man, and then as the trailer came out, it was very apparent that, oh, this is a spoof kind of biopic that although I think has elements of Weird Al's actual life in it definitely takes it over the top in many avenues uh some great cameos and great actors and uh also the humor that it's a Roku original (laughs) I think this might be the first Roku original uh maybe the one and only uh but Taylor you know I've been a long time Weird Al fan you as well uh what was your kind of anticipation to see what this movie was going to be like, uh, whether it was going to be, you know, honoring his actual work, his legacy, but also the clear goofiness that this man has made his whole career out of these amazing songs that are parodies. And now to do a parody biopic is pretty, pretty hilarious. Well, I like probably some people coming into this are, you know, I really thought this was like pretty legit film. I like didn't read anything into it. I just, you know, got it and watched it. And, you know, you start watching it because it, it kind of takes itself very, um, very seriously. Me being, I feel like between the two of us, you are a much bigger Weird Al fan. I think I got into him later in my high school years, um, particularly when he released White and Nerdy. And that's kind of when I went back through his catalog and like I knew of him. Um, so I was kind of, you know, not really sure about all the 
you know, stuff he accomplished and all the, you know, the work, but yeah, going into this, I had no like expectations. I was like, Oh, it's going to be fun, but you know, pretty serious, but it's really funny how it is funny, but it does take itself seriously and really test the absurdity of how biopics, um, you know, really kind of, um, is it biopics or biopics? Either way, um, tomato, tomato. <laughs> but it's kind of funny how they do take it to the extreme and they have that licenses where there's a bit for more of the dramatic side where you've got Weird Al. He doesn't drink, clean eats, you know, no drama in his life. You know, all this, this clean cut kind of guy who just loves having fun and general goodwill uh, to the people that he parodies and, and whatnot. So I thought, wow. And as you go further in this film, just the absurdity continues to go on. And you're like, at one point you're thinking, wait, what did this happen? What? <laughs> and there is this, but it's just layer upon layer, but not in the stupid humor, you know, like in the style of like the kind of spoof films, like scary movie or epic movie or things like this, this, this really took it in a different, a different level. Yeah. It's almost like the, it reminded me of kind of like airplane in a way. Uh, that kind of genre, some Mel Brooks films, but then it goes to the bonkers level of like a Will Ferrell or uh, Dewey film. Cox kind of film. Or, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, because it it really is like it's it sets the premise in the beginning that like weird you know Weird Al Alfred uh coming from this like small town house where the dad's like a miner and um and like you know it's like there's no uh there's no room for you to be something else than that. My father was that. You're going to become that. And he's like, I don't want to do that. Uh, and then you have this ridiculous scene where Thomas Lennon, who's you know hilarious on Reader 911 and so many things, is the accordion salesman. And this is actually a true story that a door-to-door salesman did sell uh, Weird Al his, his original accordion. Uh, I'm sure he's had many since. Uh, and that's how he even picked up to do lessons. But they take it to the extreme of like, like throughout the film, an accordion scene is almost like drugs or like something really bad. And of course, it's just like the goofy level of like, <laughs> like all the kid, you know, Weird Al in his teenage years is at this like high school party, college party. Everyone's like, "You come on, play, play the accordion. And like, then he does this like extreme guitar riff and everyone's like, holy crap. Like, you know, because he's one of the best, you know, accordion players ever. But then, yeah, it just gets to the extremes where it's like, oh, I'm going to, my path's going to be parody lyrics. That's something he likes. But then it gets to points where it's like, like extreme goofiness of like how he comes up with his lyrics, what inspires him. Even at the point in the film, at some point where he actually claims that Eat It, his famous parody of Michael Jackson's Beat It, is actually an original. And that Michael Jackson did a parody of his Beat It, which is just like ridiculous. And we do get a lot of these great actors in here that are are playing uh, infamous people in Weird Al's life. Um, notoriously, Rain Wilson's Doctor Demento uh, is is great, um, and Evan Rachel Wood here as Madonna, who I guess you can say is somewhat of the villain of the film. Um, and we do have a, a bunch of these like, it's kind of like a bunch of cameos. It's like a blink and you miss them in some scenes. Notoriously, there's a pool party scene where Dr. Demento wants to introduce Weird Al to a bunch of different people. And we get a lot of big names in here. Conan O'Brien, we have, like, Nita West. We have, I mean, Demetri Martin. Jack Black, yeah. um, David Dalsmanchian is in there. And they're all playing these, like, notorious 80s 
people, you know, Pee Wee Herman, Andy Warhol, Alice Cooper, et cetera, et cetera. So a lot of that was kind of fun to see where the elements of like pop culture pop in for that time. But Daniel Radcliffe, I got to tell you, for someone that I really enjoyed his career post-Potter, and of course I love him as Harry Potter, but you know, it's been fun to see where he's gone post that kind of would really put him on the map. He's done all sorts of genre work, romantic comedy, horror. Uh, he's done sitcom comedy on, you know, on TBS. And now this was, I remember him getting cast from going weird out. Like what? He fits it very well because he is this like dark, demented version of the character. There's still a love and a, a genuine nature when he's good. But when he goes down the dark path, it is like a, such an over the top thing. And even like, you know, Dan Radcliffe is very like in good shape. He's very buff. Um, you know, I mean, he's he's small, but he's pretty ripped. So just moments where like he's on stage without a shirt and he's like guzzling whiskey. And you're just like something you would never see Weird Al do. But it was kind of fun. I Obviously, they're not going to have Weird him sing, even though Dan Radcliffe can sing, has done Broadway before. Um, all the music in the movie still is Weird Al uh, uh, doing the music, whether it's already pre-recorded and everything. But we do have Weird Al in here as a, um, he's one of the, like music executives music executives him and will forte you may not recognize him which is funny and that's the beauty of weird Al and every kind of thing he's done because of all his wig work and stuff i it was almost blink you like wait a second that's weird Al, (laughs) and it's it's a really good it's a really great cameo yeah it's it's, yeah because i i even saw some people uh kind of go i didn't know that was weird Al until i watched the credits but you know i would love one day even it's just a documentary to actually see Weird Al's actual life, his process, because he is one of the few, you know, he's, I mean, to make a career out of parody songs, but he's such a music genius and to make accordion music with all the stuff, like such a popular thing, it's a very hard endeavor. And somehow he's made such a fabulous career of it. It'd be great to see an actual like documentary or something about actually how, his processes, how he goes, because obviously a lot of um, a lot of big name musicians and singers kind of take it as a sign of pride if Weird Al wants to yeah, play one of the lyrics. The Weird Al Yankovic bump. <laughs> a few have not. Actually, there was a moment at the end of the film when they're, they're doing Amish Paradise, which I guess famously Coolio did actually not allow. And they have this guy who's who's he's in the audience and he looks like Coolio and he just looks so pissed. I was like laughing so hard at that. Which is kind of ironic because I believe Gangster's Paradise was a play on, of a, I think, a Stevie Wonder song uh, or, or some of the song before. Yeah. So in that, I thought was really great because you see, if you don't know the kind of history of Weird Al is that he's, you know, he could do these parodies just, you know, because, but he's always reached out personally and asked. And it's just interesting to see kind of history. But yeah, I would love to see the process. And it doesn't have to be some dramatic story, but yeah, just a little documentary or uh, like a limited series, you know, I mean, Apple TV plus or Roku, you know, whatever. But um, yeah, I was slightly disappointed. I actually wanted, it's kind of funny. I, I definitely enjoyed this film, but I really wanted actually an actual story because I, I there's, there's kind of a bit of a mystique to him, if you will. There is. I mean, he's always been this guy. It's kind of popped up from time to time and I do enjoy his songs, but you know, even did, he did UHF. He had like that movie, He's been in a few things here and there, but it'd be nice to see like what he actually does because even like when he's touring, he does like different things. When he does his songs, he does different styles. Um, 
So it'd be kind of cool to see that someday. But for for taking the man who makes parody his bread and butter to do a parody biopic film was pretty funny. And it goes to some ridiculous things. It's also not that long. It's like an hour 40. So it's an easy watch. Uh, the, only, the only thing to me was because it was through the Roku channel, um, there were ads throughout the whole film, which that was kind of annoying to me. I'm like, if it's going to be free on Roku, just make it so that you can just watch the whole thing. But every every like 10, 15 minutes, there was like a minute and a half ad. And that kind of uh, annoyed me. But the performances were great. It was funny. It was goofy. It was over the top. So for me, I'm going to give Weird, the Al Yankovic story, 7 out of 10. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10, just a little bit more. Uh, but just again, I wanted uh, I wanted more re- realistic for the, the king of parodies. Uh, but I hope you all enjoyed this and tell us your thoughts. Uh, maybe uh, after this, you're going to go and buy his entire discography. Uh, but check out Weird, Al Yankovic story now exclusively on the Roku channel and streaming. <laughs> and that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to the Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.